Yeah, I got a. I got to drink water, man. I took a piss earlier and it looked like orange juice. And I, I got scared. <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> I freaked out. I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, you can go headphones, no headphones. Up to you. You know, everyone's different. Shack the shack, cock the car, and have it yet. You got space? Yeah, 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 that's good, yeah. All right, good. Every time he says, I can't stop laughing for a shot. He wakes up and scratches his balls, pack the car, and have it yet. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Roger and Stone again, finally. Another fucking podcast that I, it's been since May. I was just looking at the podcast, and I had my nephew in here. That was the last time. And then before that, dude, I think it was like a year. That's wild, man. Well, well, welcome back to the Roger and Stone podcast. We hope you're still listening. Yeah, I'm pretty sure listeners would be shocked to be like, what? 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 No, it was, um, you know, with the whole uh, with the whole baby thing. Mm-hmm. And then I had the transition moving from the apartment to the house, making the room, uh, trying to get everything together, and then just the overwhelming kind of getting the house in order. And then uh, there was a basement, which that took a while. I'm still working on that. And then finally the baby comes about. And it's not that I don't have time. I have the time. I would just rather spend the time with the baby right now. Yep. Because it's like, you know, I feel I feel like there's always something that's going to happen that I'm going to miss out on. And I don't want to miss out on it because I'm that much of a fucking sissy. <laughs> like, I, I want to see him do this. I want to see him do that. Get home. What's he done now, man? You know? Did, did he say his first F? Because, you know, I, I don't have been um, his first F. His first, his first fuck. <laughs> why, do, why do you say screw? Why do you say make love or fuck? <laughs> what is that from? Oh, uh, wh- white men can't jump. Uh, Rosie Perez, yeah. you know. Dude, she still looks good for her age, man. Oh, uh, Rosie looks She's on one of those weird talk shows that hate white people. Well, yeah, like, <laughs> I hate white people most of the time anyway. You yeah, know. they're not that bad. <laughs> They're not that bad. I'm from, I'm from the 60419 where we were always questioned about those special kind of white people. You know? <laughs> oh, man. Like the Florida man type of white people? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's great. Florida man, future man, all, all those people, all those men. So what's been happening? Let me get you a glass, dude. He breaks up those, those, those Rogers. I, I had glasses. to rewatch those because... Uh, they were collecting dust. I know I had the COVIDs. Yeah, the COVIDs. So <laughs> I had to get this thing cleaned. <laughs> they are COVID safe people. Yeah. I uh, I was like, I, well, when when it happened, I had to I quarantined in here. Oh no! I'm making a mess, guys. Oh much. no, Gary! Party Did you open it all the way or no? I opened it part of the way and I stopped. See, Gary's got. Weak fingers. I, I didn't shake it or nothing, man. I thought I had like it just popped. T- just t- popped on you. T- temporary Parkinson's. How or rude, sir! I'm telling you. How rude. It's plus turning your sounds, but like not like this asshole right here. How rude How are rude. you? I'm so rude, dude. That's a badass sweater. Yeah, you're, I, get, you're I, get, I get compliments on this all the time. That's really cool. I was at I was at the grocery store collecting money on Mondays, like I always do for my job, and. So somebody, somebody said, hey, lo- "Love the sweatshirt." And he, as he walked the door, he said, "Boy," <laughs> I was like, "That is amazing!" Like there he is. That's my boy. That's what I'm talking about. You start to realize, you know, the love. The sweatshirt that I'm wearing by now is from the, the, the a movie called Phantasm. If you guys don't know what that is, 
Go, go get some learn some horror movie learning in you. Go get some teach. Go get some teach. <laughs> go get man. some of that teach on Phantasm. That movie was the one movie that really scared my brother, my older brother Bethel. Yep, he hated that. I I think it was that one, and Salem's Lot, where oh. the the kids floating outside the window. Open the the, door, open the, the, window. the Glick boy is it still scares a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, that was one that I that I'll never forget. He's got like uh, those white. See, Salem's Lot, they all, have the, they all have the white eyes. That's how you know they're a vampire. You know? <laughs> a vampire? A vampire. <laughs> a vampire. Vampire. What's, uh, what's one movie that freaked you out? Oh. Damn. Do you have one? See, there's, Are there's, you that guy? Do you there, even there, have a heart? There's, there's, there's movies that I saw when I was scared of horror movies that I saw glimpses of before I started to watch them that, that freaked me out. Like mm-hmm. the scene in... Nightmare Three, where 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 Kristen goes into the bathroom and Frey starts coming out of the sink, you know that 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 freaked me out as a kid. Mm. You know, Poltergeist. Um, if if I, if I had to pick one that I saw early on that would scare any child, even today, if you watch it on the wrong day, that scene with the fucking clown, you know, will, will freak anybody out. You know, clown. Which one? Which part? I'm trying to think. It's like what when you know the house was clean, which you know fucking bullshit magic midget. You know, uh, this house is clean. This house is clean. She did not suspect that you know it was not clean, and you know uh, there there is possible cl- possessed clowns in the child's room that will choke him out. Oh, <laughs> just just so the just so the ghost can get Carol Ann. Yeah, that poor girl. Rest in peace. Yeah, but she had some. She had um. I forget clowns, what it, wasn't it? It was some kind of blockage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, because you, know, you can tell the difference in her face when uh, the first one and then the very last one she did where her face was a lot chubbier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, Ju- Julian Beck, who played Reverend Kane in the second one, will freak anybody out on any given day, you know. God is in his holy temple. I can't do the joke, but he does the whole thing. And the thing was, when he's making that movie, he was dying. While he was making that movie, really? so he was really sick. So his fra- the frailty look, he looked so frail, was real. Real, like, holy shit! Watch one called Dead and Buried. You, you, you'll feel real closest because Jack Albertson's in it, and he plays the bad guy in the movie. Mm. It's about a town to where when people come to the town, they kill them, and Jack Albertson is the, the is the 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 mortician, and he restructures their face. And in their brains to make them a part of the town, like like window dressing for the town, like mannequins, basically. Yeah, like man- no, they they, no. they they move around, but their 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 minds are altered in a way to say, you know what, you're part of the town. So now. like the Stepford Wives, or yeah, kind of, but more more technical, you know, not not. What well, is this called? It's called Dead and Buried. Dead and Buried. Made by the director of Poltergeist Three. So ooh, interesting. But yeah, but before maybe, Poltergeist Three or after? Before. Okay. But Jack Albertson was dying during the making of that film, and he was very frail, so he looked extra creepy throughout the film. I think he made it to the premiere, but he didn't make anything anything past that. I think he oh, died right. right after. Oh, yeah. So at least he was able to see, mm-hmm. you know, what he did. But it's it's a real swan song if you haven't seen it before. It's really it's really freaky. Dead yeah. and buried. Dead and buried. I'm gonna have to watch that. <laughs> if, if, if you have Shutter, it's 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 on there. Oh, I got Shutter. I just I just recently got Shutter, mm-hmm. uh, just so I could watch that Psycho Gorman. Mm-hmm. Because I remember you were you were telling me about it. you're like Shutter, and I remember uh, the singer from my band, from old band, now same band. Long story. 
uh, he he had Shutter, and I'm like, eh, you know, I don't know anything about it, whatever else. And he was like, it's like five bucks a month, six bucks a month. And then Psycho Gorman came out, and I'm like, where the fuck can I find this movie? And then I think you were like, hey, it's on Shutter, Shutter exclusive, yeah. And then I'm like, well, let me check it out. And I've seen some. I I actually popped it on, and I've just gone through a shit ton of fucking scary movies. And I'm like, I'm glad I'm paying the six yeah, bucks a month. For this. It's like worth it's it. it's not. It's not bad. Yeah. If you're a horror film, if you're a horror film kind of person and it's hard for you to find movies, definitely go there. I watched one that was like, uh, I think it was like a Korean, Korean movie. You know how the, the, the those Asian guys, they make some badass movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was like a frequency or 0.5 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it wasn't that bad. It was actually pretty good. But uh, yeah, watch Psycho Gorman. Uh, I, I, I wish I had that little girl as a daughter. I'd beat the shit out of her every day. PG for short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it was it was cheesy, but it was really good. I liked it. It's it's like, I liked it's it. It's like if the Power Rangers was on Crystal Meth. <laughs> yes, That's there we go. <laughs> Florida Florida if, Man Power Rangers. If, if you don't know what, what Psycho Gorman is, it's about children who find some kind of bejeweled thing in their yard. It crashes into their yard, and somehow this this huge massive creature dude comes down and they have control of him with this crystal thing. So he gets increasingly more pissed off. These kids have control of him with this crystal thing. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm like, what? Oh man. But the children of this film, uh, especially the little girl, she, she's meant to be shitty, I guess, but she plays shitty so well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She played. Yeah. That she was a bit much. Yeah. She was a bit much. I'm like, oh, my God. I want to fucking just punch that little girl but, in the face. Uh, sounds bad me saying that, but watch but the movie. She know, hunky boys for life. That's all I'll say about, about PG for short over there. Psycho Gorman. Yeah, I like that one a lot, man. I like that one a lot. That was a good one. This this is going to be it. You know, the whole show is just be blabbering off about films that you should watch. I, I You know what? I don't mind it. I kind of figure I'm bringing you in here, man. That's, that's what's expected. I mean... The show really isn't based on anything. No, no, I just you know I get musicians in here. I want to get a lot more musicians in here now that I have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, shit's opening back up, so we're gonna be playing shows. You know, cover band, meet more musicians. Like, dude, I, like, there's it's amazing. Like the people that'll go to to go see a cover band and just the excitement they have, no matter how shitty the cover band is. <laughs> I'm like, damn, they actually like us. This is my first time jamming with these guys. I don't know half the fucking songs, but <clears throat> turned out well. But yeah, I figure I bring you in here. That's all we're going to do is talk about movies. It's like, dude, they'd be doing a punk version of Reunited by Peaches <laughs> and Herb, and it sounds so good. You know, A punk version. <laughs> uh, that might sound good. Just screaming in the microphone, Reunited. <laughs> That's more death metal. <coughs> oh, I, I remember. That's more like what is it? This, what is that? That Norwegian Thor metal. Release the kitties. <laughs> death clock. Oh be- shit! I forgot about it's that. One of the best scenes ever on that show. With <laughs> I they, forgot they, about that fucking dropped, show. They just dropped that that truckload of cats out of the crowd, flying through the air. You know, <laughs> they just like release the kitties, and they just tear people's faces off. Have you, have you, did that reminds me of, uh, oh my God, uh, Midnight Express, I think it's called. Oh my God. It's, um, Duncan Trussell. He's a stand up comedian. He's got his own podcast. I forgot what it's called. I don't know if it's Midnight Express or Midnight. Like, uh, yeah, I think it's Midnight Express. I got, I got to look. But it's Duncan Trussell. It's an animated, it's like he does a podcast 
but they animate the podcast with some of the people that he has. Gotcha. But what they do is it's uh, let's say what like one was with him and his mother. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they started off like with him talking about something. It's just like uh, I don't know, like an intro to it, and then they the person comes on and they start talking, but they start just animating weird shit. Like one of them was while they were talking, like I don't know, he was talking to his mom about something. They were being attacked by zombies, and the conversation had nothing to do with zombies. And then it's like they're running from zombies. People are getting torn to pieces, guts everywhere. And then it turns out, like, once you turn into a zombie, the whole world is like sunshine and rainbows. Uh-huh. So it's like you're looking through the eyes of a zombie, and then you get, like, why they want to kill people. Like, come join us. Like, you want to be on this side. But it's, it's fucking weird. Like, every episode's the same thing. But it's like he puts his head through what looks like a giant vagina. Oh, God. So that's how he gets into another world. He's like in a spaceship going into another world. And he collects like shoes and little knickknacks and shit from other worlds. It's pretty cool. I thought it was funny. That's what it reminded me of because it's the whole cartoon thing, too. I don't know how, I don't know what the fuck the idea was behind that, but I thought it was funny. Giant cosmic vagina, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that guy has seen Larry Cohen films before, okay? Let me tell you. <laughs> There's a film called God Told Me To, in which um, people are, are killing people, like, randomly in New York City, because most Larry Cohen films take place in New York City, you know, illegally filmed, you know, g- guerrilla filmmaking at its finest, Larry Cohen, not, not, no permits, no nothing. But anyway, you find out the reason why they're saying God Told Me To, because God exists in an alley in a really shitty part of New York City. It resembles a cosmic vagina, like the glowing, <laughs> yeah. like flaming vagina in an alleyway. So literally, God's flaming vagina is telling people to go on top of roofs and kill each other. In 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 like, uh, so God is a female. Then God is a female. Our God is just a big Acor- vagina. According to Larry Cohen, yes, just a big vagina. According Not a Larry- woman, just a vagina. According to Larry Cohen, your baby can kill you because it can come up mutated and. <laughs> Yogurt can kill you. Anything can kill you in a Larry Cohen film. I think it's, it's um, one of those things. Like stuff, like the stuff. Like the stuff, yes. Hence That's the, scary to hence, think about. Hence the killer yogurt, you know. <laughs> like it's, already, it's already inside Don't you. Don't say mutant baby, man. I just had one of those. Oh, go watch It's Alive, man. It's amazing. It's that, Alive? That opening scene of it. They're not as good, but they're there. It was, yeah. it was like, it's Alive and it's it's still alive. I think that's what the second is. It really is. <laughs> yes. And then the third one is Island of the Alive because there's multiples at, at that point. Oh, uh, someone had triplet fucking mutants. Oh yeah, that's hot. Sex, <laughs> sex, stupid, sexy mutant baby. You know. Oh man. So what's been happening with your podcast, man? Well, they're back up and running, which makes me happy. I actually record one tonight after um I, I leave your place, and um that one is burning for Springwood, which is um a podcast where we cover. The Freddy's Nightmares TV show, which was an anthology show because everybody had to have one in the late 80s. And this was the Nightmare on Elm Street one. And they're not very good, but we have we have 24 more episodes to go. And an oh. endorsement from <laughs> the man, him, an endorsement from the man himself. If you listen to the later episodes. Um, so I guess we got to finish it. So we can move on to some other shit. Yeah. So they made a TV show for Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, they made it. Like where Freddy was like, like the Crypt Keeper type character. He's on every episode, so but he he's dictating. Okay, this guy's gonna have a dream about something. And it's gonna affect his life. 
Freddy's not in those dreams, but he's telling the like the tales of each person. The problem with the show is that it was it was it was set for the one hour format, the forty four minute format. Mm. So once you got that first story out of the way, you know they had this connecting story that didn't make a whole lot of sense in most episodes. Like they would take like one tertiary character and then connect it to the, the twenty two minutes before it, and it doesn't work usually. So <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, where most of the most of those shows. Like they were anthology shows were, were the solid, you know, twenty-two minute format. Tales, yeah, yeah. Tales from the Dark Side, Monsters, uh, Twilight Zone eighty-five was a thing. You know, those were all a half an hour long. Twilight well, Zone eighty-five. Yeah, there was, was... there was eighty-five Twilight nineteen mid-eighties Twilight Zone, and even those were separated sometimes in like three segments. So that so Twilight Zone eighty-five was the title you're just saying when it was when made. it was it was just it's just yeah, Twilight because Zone because I remember there were different types of Twilight yeah. Zone and they came out with that fucking movie where Dan Aykroyd turns into a a werewolf still fucking see that's you ask what scares you I still jump every time even though I know it's coming you know. You want to see something really scary? He, 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 covers, he covers his face, and then he, hey man. Hey man. he reveals his face, and I know it's coming. You want to find something terrifying? Look for a publicity still on, on, on Google. Da, 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 type in Dan Aykroyd, Twilight Zone, the movie. He's like hanging out in a tree in the daylight with that makeup on. And it's like, oh, my God, it's even more scary now, you know? <laughs> So he could be a werewolf anytime but, he wants. But the ending, I mean, I, I, I wrote John Lithgow a letter one time because that's something I do sometimes. You get their address, they work at a theater or something. I said, I gave you credit for a lot of things. But one of those things is out Shatnering Shatner in that Twilight Zone movie. Because <laughs> he is freaking the fuck out. And then the end is is amazing because, for, first of all, I, I'll let right now, Twilight Zone from the 50s in the early, in the early 60s is still my favorite show on television. It's really good. There, there's a, there's a few of them out there that get stuck in in my head. You know I mean, that I can't like the one where the guy, uh, what the hell is his name? He he gets stuck in the pad. No, no, he falls asleep, and it's like there's nobody there. Yeah, and then all he's left with is books, and he's excited. That's one of the British Meredith ones. Yeah, and then yeah, and then he. Uh, then he steps on his glasses and he can't read. He breaks his glasses or some shit. Like I'll remember yeah. that one. I love because I mean, for one, it's it's Mickey. Oh yeah, it's Mick. So <laughs> yeah, that was my introduction to the series was the movie, and anyway, it happened pretty early in my life. And if you look at the writing team and the directing team on those episodes, all hundred and fifty six somewhere it is, it can't be beat. You know, Richard Matheson. You know, Rod Sterling wrote, wrote a, bu- a bulk uh, of the series yeah. himself. And um, co- controversial would be a good word for some of the episodes because if you watch my favorite episode and my favorite, um, it's it's got a Burgess Meredith in it. It's called The Obsolete Man, which is is, is more prevalent today than, than ever before because, and he, he did absolutely. It's about a guy who's a Burgess Meredith is a librarian, but you live in a world when um something becomes unimportant to to the government. You know, they, they, they literally eliminate you because you're obsolete to the world. And he's he's on trial for this. And then he, he um he's he's set to be executed and the guy who's in the episode who's who's the, the executioner is Fritz Weaver. So most of the episode is just them conversating about, you know, what makes a man obsolete. You know, who's the judge of that? Who's the judge of, you know, 
who your God is and who your government is. And it's, it's like 20, 20 some minutes of just them talking and it's, it's pretty great. And in the end, the twist is that, you know, he's forcing Fritz Weaver to give in to his beliefs and him in itself by the end episodes is, is, has become obsolete himself. So he becomes the executed one too. You know, because oh. he can't he can't perform his job correctly because he can't be he can't be biased. You know, because he had to believe in his uh his rhetoric at the yeah. end of that. You know, and I think that's one of the most influential shows uh, for me. That and pr- probably the monkeys to to make me uh, appreciate mediocrity. And, the and just, monkeys, it, 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 they're expensive <laughs> to buy because okay? Rhino has like the things, but you can watch these on YouTube. I remember as a kid, you know the 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 because Mike Nesmith had like helped start MTV basically, he had a big stake in MTV, so they showed a lot of the episodes, like a big marathon of the episodes on MTV, and on Nickelodeon. So, so they did that thing where they would sneak in the, the Nick and Night generation knows this, where they would sneak in old shows mixed in with the kids shows during the day, you know. But you don't appreciate stuff like that, and like like the '60s Batman, you know, the colors they used, the the, the steps they took, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, R.I.P. Mike Nesmith. All, all we got left is Mickey now, and that's yeah. that's not a bad thing. But Mickey's um Mickey's great, but um he did many many things. I heard the uh, the Beatles were heavily influenced by the Monkeys. Could be. <laughs> what was it from Dumb I, and Dumber? I, I, he I, says that. <laughs> I also heard they could they couldn't play their instruments correctly according to Quincy Jones. You know, early on, <laughs> Quincy Jones laid it out, man. I loved it. There's, I forget where it came from, but it was an interview or something. Where he said he was in the studio with the Beatles. They couldn't play their instruments for shit, so they told him to leave the studio. And they brought other other musicians in to play the, the parts they played. And they played the tape back. So they go, well, that sounds pretty good. You know, and you want to say it's so bad? Yeah, motherfucker, somebody else is playing that shit. You know? <laughs> for the monkeys? Yeah, for, you know, for, the, for the Beatles. Oh, for the Beatles? Yeah. I, didn't, I never heard that. Yeah, it's a, it's, there's really? a big, big Quincy Jones interview. And um, I, I got to believe Quincy Jones in, in that thing because... If you know their history, the Beatles history, they were, they were not too refined in their early days as far as oh, like, musicians yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, once, I guess, drugs were introduced into our lives, mm-hmm. shit got better. <laughs> but if you watch, um, is it a Rock Roll Hall of Fame um, performance? I think it was Tom Petty, Jeff Lynn, George Harrison's son, I want to say Steve Winwood, and Prince. Look! Look this up oh, on the internet. Oh, is that the one where they're playing um, "My Guitar Gently Weeps"? Yes. Where Prince does that fucking badass like, guitar solo? It's like, hey, this sounds really good, but Prince is like, "Hold my beer." Yeah. And he just goes out there and just destroys everything, dude. A lot of people do not believe. Well, I don't know now. Maybe they do since you know YouTube, uh-huh. but they didn't believe Prince was that fucking good. I'm like, dude, Prince can fucking wail, man. Like, Prince is dope. Mm-hmm. Like, fucking awesome. But, yeah, when... um, I remember when that fucking video came out, or when they, you know, when, when that thing started going all over the place on YouTube, I was like, I fucking forgot about this. Like, and, 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 then, and then you watch it, and you're like... You can see George Harrison's son in the background, like, fuck, yeah! <laughs> like, he's getting down where he turns around, and oh, yeah. the, the fucking security guard is holding him up. I was like, dude, that is so fucking cool. He goes that for like so cool. for like two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. If you guys, if you guys haven't watched this, treat yourself and go watch it because oh, yeah. um, 
It's something oh, special. Yeah. It's something special. Yeah, I'm pretty sure everyone was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, they probably felt the same way Eric Clampton did when Jimi Hendrix went on stage and jammed with his band. Uh-huh. And he was probably like, what the fuck? Just what was that? <laughs> how do I how do I compete with that? How do you, follow, yeah. how do you follow that? You know? Yeah, man. Every everybody on stage was like, well, <laughs> I'm not going after that. I wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was a sick fucking guitar solo, man. That's another that was one. Definitely a sick guitar. One of my favorite performances is uh, Eric. It's, it's funny looking like this too because he's clean shaven. He has like bell bottom pants on and long hair. Eric Clapton on the Johnny Cash show uh, with with Derek and the Dominoes singing "And She's Gone." He just look at him like that and look at like he is now, you know. And and then we got the Muppet Show now on Disney Plus. So you can watch all those great performances. So I, I endorse the Muppet Show, especially now. When I want to have a good cry, I'll turn on the Julie Andrews episode. Oh, yeah. man. <laughs> when I yeah. was a frog and you were a tadpole. Just shut the fuck up, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up, Julie. <laughs> You're making me feel oh, feelings and shit. That's you know? great. That's great. So, like, on the way, like, picking you up and bringing you out here, man, we're talking about uh, some of the episodes you've done with, uh, what is it? Hmm? What what show was oh, that? Oh, Last Call of Torchies. Yeah, that one. I there's a lot of movies that that you guys talk about, and you just fucking just shoot me back into my childhood. Like you had brought up uh, the Wanders. Yeah, and not a lot of people know about that movie. If you don't know what that is, the Torchies um, is a is a fictional bar that shows up in uh, writer, director, producer, auteur Walter Hill's movies, which he made The Warriors. Southern Comfort, The Driver, Forty Eight Hours, Streets of Fire. There's there's so much stuff. I I'd say like his first twelve films. You know, it, it was it was a real streak. There's a couple stinkers in between there as far as after that. But if you want to pick somebody to talk about that, not a lot of folks talk about. It, it's it's Walter Hill films, and it's, it's um that's a show we do. We do a bonus episodes. So if you're not uh, a Patreon member to Legion Podcasts. Go go share your two dollars a month with them. You can get all kinds of bonus content over there. There we go, whore in the network again. It's it's uh, but it, yeah, we do that. Me, my, my friend Lee for, from Nova Scotia, Canada. And, Nova uh, Scotia. Nova Scotia. Ah, eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my friend Cameron, who's not doesn't live far from us. Actually, we we do that show together, and we all have mutual love for the man and his body of work and the 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 group of actors that came out of it and. Because he had, he, much, much, just like, um, and I think, you know, even before John Carpenter, he started, like, this camp of actors. Like, a lot of these people, like, when they started showing up in his films, they would show up in other shit that, that he makes, like, like James Remar, mm. or uh, character actor Peter Jason. If you don't know the, the name, you've seen the face, because he, he shows up in John Carpenter films, and the Coen Brothers films, mm. and so many big, big directors you know. You ever see Peter Jason's face in, in those movies, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, hell, hell of a streak. I mean, we, we, we both love the Warriors to death. We both love, I'm talking about me and Roger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. S- Streets of Fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there, there's there's good stuff out there yeah. to explore. And it's it's, still, it's just nostalgia when it comes to those movies, man. It's just thinking about the child, thinking about my childhood. You I, know? Our, our Federico said, "This is gonna suck." I like just watch, just watch the movie, and then he was he was his 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 attitude changed right For away. For which one, the Warriors? For the Warriors, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's liked that about a lot of movies. Yeah, 
He, it, it seems like that. It's just like, here's the thing I like about it though is is that he can he can say that, but it's like he swallows his pride when it comes out to be true. Like, mm-hmm. just give it a second, you know. And he's like, all right, it's a great fucking movie. That's the one thing I can appreciate about mm-hmm. about Rico is that like he'll say that, but. At the end of it, he was like, yeah, that was a great fucking movie. Because, I mean, even after that, dude, I mean, we, we bought the video game. And no. I just played the video game fucking three weeks ago. Nice. <sighs> yeah. Always we, fun. We always pair it with something for uh, the Patreon bonus, which you can only, you can only get there. Like, we we started with episode two, where we did The Driver, which if you didn't believe Ryan O'Neill could be a badass, <laughs> you, you, you can watch The Driver, and you know it'll tell you otherwise. And that's the... Probably the first and the last appearance of him in those movies, but Bruce Dern shows up as like the cop who's pursuing the driver in that movie, and they're, they're going back and forth, and it's just cinematically great. But you know, we we, we paired that, we can get that there. Uh, we did the Warriors, and we did the Wanderers for the for the Beige Patreon, which is a, a favorite of Rogers here. Yeah, he, he mentioned it to me. Yeah, and um, so we we have fun, you know. I've been doing this since about 2014 altogether with um, all of my programs. And it's one of those things where, you know, the Xbox broke. Uh, a couple of other friends were doing it. I said, you know what? Maybe I can get my lame ass on a broadcast. And the the rest is, is mediocrity, you know. <laughs> it's mediocrity. <laughs> I hate to say it. the rest is history. but It's, it's that, mediocrity. I like that. <laughs> people, use, people use the word in, in, in my name, you know. Legend, oh, you've been just because you've been doing this forever, it'll make you a legend. Okay, I'm pretty, I'm still pretty bad at it. I, I still say words like, 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 like a nervous tick. I still say, you know, you know, you know, a yeah. lot. Yeah, I, you, know? you know what? That's that's why I had to get the, the podcast up and going again, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a little side note on that it's, it's, um, I started, I, I found myself saying the word like mm-hmm. a lot, and yes. I sound like a fucking valley girl. So I want to get rid of that. Um, <clears throat> plus, it's like, uh, See, uh, plus um, interrupting conversations. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't like doing that. And when I was doing the podcast, I wasn't doing as as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and just you know, being able to talk to people, it was a lot easier when I had podcasts back to back to back. And it's just like now I, I fell off, and it's hard. Hell, Mark Marin does that. He fucking gets paid for that shit. So you know, but, it, oh, it, Mark it, Mar- it, yeah. it interrupts people while they're talking. You I, know? I, yeah. I've noticed that like there he's he's had a couple of uh musicians that that you know and I think it's great he has all these great fucking musicians they're, on. they're great interviews they yeah, are Yeah cuz he does one with this really really like a cute bass player called Tal Walk Tal Tal Wit fuck I know who this is the one with the really curly hair yes. from I think Australia or New yeah. Zealand Yeah and um I mean it, she's I don't know if you've ever watched her play I, I watched her she, once She's sick. It's just like watching the, Prince. This solo. was when she was like fourteen. Oh yeah, she's and she she went, on, she went on stage with Jeff Beck mm-hmm. at the, one of the Crossroads festivals mm-hmm. and just played him off the stage. Yeah, you know? yeah. He was just like, "What?" <laughs> there you go. He was like, "Her, her." <laughs> but she's played with many, many badass musicians. Man, Jeff Beck just being one. Well, I think she actually did an album. She actually did an album, or I think she toured with him. Yeah, she just released her own album not too long ago, and I think when she did that, um, he had did a podcast with her about it. 
Uh, definitely, if you haven't heard about her, Tal Welkenfeld. Wel- Welken- I can't say her name right now. Welkenfeld, whatever. Please go check her out. She's awesome. Solo artist. But young. Young and fucking amazing. Yeah. So but some folks like that, you know. Adorable. Uh, Adorable. <laughs> she, she learned from playing by ear, probably. You know? <laughs> no, I highly doubt it. <laughs> the way she plays, I highly doubt it. So that's, yeah, that's me trying to get this podcast up and going, man. But what, what else? I mean, you're still doing the, uh, you're with uh, Two Drink Minimum? Two Drink Minimum is going to go on again next month because he just couldn't couldn't fit it in this month with the, with the holiday happenings. Mm-hmm. And we'll make more of a, more plans for next month to do um, what we're going to do then. But um, Cinema Beef Podcast is back. Record next week again. One should be out tomorrow as we're recording this. When I say should, it should be out tomorrow. Because <laughs> it should have been out on Wednesday, but it didn't happen. It's that editing, man. I tell you. That editing's a motherfucker sometimes. But, you know, I, I, I mentioned to you, I'm, I'm kind of like, not a dictator, but kind of like a, a wrangler of, of a host. Because I, you get, first of all, if, I love you people, but if you're drunk... Don't don't come out of podcast. You know because it, it, it makes it really difficult for a person at the show. Yeah, and you know. Yes, I I got one friend in particular who when he comes on he he's uh, a lot about food. Mm-hmm. He's a he, he's not a chef. He's not a cook. He doesn't work in the kitchen at least not anymore. But um, the guy can make some fucking food. And every time I have him on, but the the only thing is he likes his beer. He likes his booze, and that's fine. I'm, I'm not. I'm not condemning anybody. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. That's okay. If yeah. you do it at home and you don't drive, fucking a, do what you got to do, man. Uh-huh. Um, but don't bring it here. Like, for instance, like, if you and I, like, if if you want to have a couple more, I'm not going to tell you no. I'm driving you home. We're good. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm just drinking these domestic, uh, white trash beers, because. I had too many left over from the baby shower. Yeah, ain't no wrong and with it's, that. And it's just, it's just one of those things where <laughs> it, I was like, I'm thinking there's a lot of these people coming, and a lot of them like beer. Let me get beer. I got like four cases, and I ended up with three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> just keep mixing them in, man. So That's I usually where I play. I, get them. I, I drink something a little fancier, then I'll drink like that. If you got some cores in your refrigerator, I'll have one of those. Oh, yeah, there's know. a cores in there if you want one next. <laughs> I definitely have a Coors in there that I but have to get I mix of. it up, you know, so, you know, yeah. they, they, don't, they don't lose all their good beer, and I, they don't waste it on me. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Dude, I got to get rid of it. Please drink the beer. Like, if you got, like, sours or, like, dark beer, yeah. not, not really my thing. Go to, go to waste. You know? So, you know what? There's a lot of people that say that, uh-huh. and it just depends on what you find. Because mm-hmm. I was the same way with IPAs, and I've discovered that milkshake IPAs are, are actually good. Yeah. So, like, the more thicker kind of... Uh, more flavorful beers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think when it comes to the darker beers, you got to find something that's lower in alcohol percentage, so that mm-hmm. way you get more of the flavor. Yeah. So that's what I tell people, like when like, uh, when they hand me a porter and it's four point eight, uh-huh. I'm like, oh, there's gonna be a lot of taste behind this one. There's one <clears throat> that you might that I'll, I'll see if I can pick up next time we do a podcast. I want to try to get you on with Rico, uh-huh. and hopefully, uh, speaking of. A drunk mess. <laughs> it wasn't just him. I, I'm not just mad at him. No, we were having fun. <clears throat> that was about a three-hour episode that I cannot air. <laughs> <clears throat> and I can't really blame you <laughs> because there was that one movie that you were saying that you were going to do a podcast on with the... 
I, I can't. I don't what, what, what movie was that? <laughs> yeah. This is a while ago. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm curious. I'm gonna get so, so so much shit for this, but the movie, oh, and I, I'm not. I know. I, rem- not, I remember I'm, now, and I was I was slightly drunk too. Yes. Yeah, but you were just saying this is the name of the movie, and right. this is the name of the movie. Well, if you if you buy it on disc now, it's called The Boss. Okay. Yeah. But if you turn it on, you may be slightly offended because the, the of movie's not know. called The Boss. Okay. Because I mean, the the word offends me, but it's the name of the movie. It, it is an exploitation movie, co-written and co-produced by a black man for Fred the Hammer Williamson. You know. It, it, so I'm not going to say, but it was The Boss and word. And word, yes. N-word. Yeah, it was. It was just a drunk mess, and Rico felt the need to quote the Italian gangster. From Boondock Saints, <laughs> and basically get right on the microphone and just scream. I, and I, I'm like, I can't air this now. Now it's just us talking into microphones and it's recording. Uh-huh. So if you want it, I can send it to you. No, it's, I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm sure I would listen to it at work and just like have like five memories. It's a, it was a mess, and then Daisy showed up, and then Daisy's is half fucking trailer park. So. <laughs> Trailer Park, who gets shit done. I, I, res- I respect her. You know, she's got morals, so good for her. But that's, that's you know, speaking of a drunk mess, like, oh, you were saying, if you're drunk, uh, I can't say his name. Right. <laughs> speaking about my buddy, I got to tell him the same thing. Like, hey, you're coming on sober. Yeah. You know, I, I, you know what? Towards the end, I'll give you a beer or two, but we're not taking it past that. Because there's just those people out there, Gary, that once they hit number nine... fuck you cannot control them it's just like dude like duct tape and zip ties would be great right now but and i and i don't trust putting him in an uber you know he he had told me (laughs) dude we busted his ball so bad he um i I used to have ufc parties at Mm -hmm. the the house i I think you've been to a couple yeah one one of them least yeah um so he he came to one, and he had made this really badass uh, buffalo chicken dip. Mm-hmm. It was it was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, there was a couple of people there that well, there was just one person there really didn't want to be there, um, and she basically ruined the fucking night. <laughs> but <clears throat> at the end of the night, Jesus, it's fucking phlegm. <clears throat> Wayne gets into an Uber, and he takes off. And he gets a hold of me the next day. He's like, yeah, man, I'm sorry I took off. I got so fucking wasted and whatever else. Because somebody was smoking good-ass weed in the apartment. And mm-hmm. he had taken a couple hits and then turned into a fucking psycho. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I love the guy no matter what. He he wasn't doing any harm. He didn't say uh, anything creepy other than, I would kill somebody for you, bro. I love you. Like, all right, cool, man. I appreciate that. Stop talking about it. <laughs> he was telling everybody, you seem cool, man. I'll fucking kill somebody for you. Like, Wayne. Stop. All right. I'm going to have to blurt that out. But, but, like, Wayne, stop. My, my I co- said it again. My Dude, cousin, stop. My cousin Josh, he's, well, he doesn't drink anymore, you know, for, for you know, his reasons. And he, he became abusive as a drunk. Anyway, when he, was, when he was that kind of drunk, you know, like the happy kind of drunk, he picked me at a, a bit of convention one time, and he was that kind of drunk. He's like, you know what, GJ? He called me GJ because my, my middle name's yeah. Gary John. 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 So, yeah, your si- your sister made that obvious. What, what, what your middle name was? What are those people? What what are those people? Him, but my uncle Paul, who's passed away, my father who passed away, um, would call me GJ. He's one of those, the last ones to call me that. And he's like, GJ, you know what we're gonna do right now? We're gonna get a big ass burrito. You know what the fuck he did? 
he fucking drove about 70 miles an hour by, by the airport to drive into the city to go buy a big-ass burrito, and the thing like, cover the tray, you know? Is that... Oh, my God. Is that... What's the name of that? Uh, there's a place out there, something taco, I think it's called. But they have a sign on the on the front of their window that says "Burritos as big as your head." Yeah, I think so. Is yeah. that the one? I think so. Yeah, dude, they have got really good fucking food. It's I think it's right across the street from either the Double Door or the Subterranean. Right around there, yeah. Yeah, but I remember that because somebody I think uh, are uh, you may know them, the guys from Swellbox mm-hmm. or early a- before I was in early April, um, they were playing a show out somewhere around there. And they're like, dude, we got to go across the street. Uh, there's this badass taco place called, you know, they got a burrito as big as your head. <laughs> Let's go. You know, <laughs> I did the fucking guns in the air and everything. Let's do this. We go across the street. One of the better burritos. Mm-hmm. One of the best burritos I've had. There's a couple other places now since, you know, the whole two fat fox thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're ever in Merrillville around Harrison and 57th, there's a taco depot. You gotta pay attention to where it's at, yeah, because it's it's like in a in a really small like box <laughs> with with a hair salon and something else, <laughs> but it's uh it's right at the corner. It's not at the corner, but it's at the end of the building, uh, the far end of the building. Uh, it's like right, yeah. Anyway, they got really good fucking Mexican food there. Definitely go there. But I know the place you're talking about. I, I know I've, the place. I have found about. that if it looks like the roof's about to cave in. Of the, of the place, they're gonna have some really good fucking refried beans. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you've been to these places before. Yes, <laughs> because those are usually the better fucking places. The ones that are holes in the wall. Yeah. You know they don't they don't have they don't have like a um what like a what is it like a um a place where you walk up and pay. Uh, they have. Like one of these windows on on the wall here mm-hmm. that's turned sideways that they slide and they go, "What'd you want?" <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Yeah, let me get uh, let me get the number five dinner, whatever the hell you fucking ping." Uh-huh. Well, if you got if you, if I'm fifty nine, you know I'm fifty nine and I fifty nine, and then I go up and I get and then you're like sixty or sixty one, like sixty one. <laughs> that's you. <laughs> Those places where they barely speak English, that are holes in the wall, and they're real sketchy, probably going to be the best Mexican food you ever get. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. You just you just gotta fucking you know tighten up your balls. Let's go in there. We may get stabbed, but at least we know we're gonna have the best meal of our fucking lives. Those are usually the best best places, and that's what this Taco Depot is. I mean, regardless of the name, it sounds fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. Really good food. Bro, they have a hot Cheeto burrito. Yeah. For fuck's sake. It is good. Yeah. It is real good. <laughs> I'm not mad at the name. It's like I'm not mad what they do with it, but there, it's it's a great fucking burrito. There was an Italian spot um in Calumet City long ago. I think it's in Griffith now. Because it's in like a really like armpit part of Griffith where you gotta like go over a hill to get to it and shit called Papinos. What is it? Papinos. That's a that's an Italian restaurant, isn't yeah. it? That's out Calumet City. Yeah, but it used to be there, but now it's in Indiana. <clears throat> but that that place, you, you can oh, get, it's in Indiana. I'm sorry. Okay, that place it was in like the shittiest neighborhood, right across from Calumet, Castaways Bowling Alley, and I know exactly what you're talking about. You would get like the best Italian beef and the best sausage. Oh yeah, dude, they had great pizza there, no? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, good, yeah there good was salads. You know, there was uh, the reason I know about that place is because. 
I used to jam in a band directly behind. The, it just used to be a bunch of um, like storage units. Mm-hmm. And what they did was the, there was this guy. I know his, his name's Randy. He gutted. He bought it, gutted everything out, and turned them into rehearsal spots. Okay. So this it's been like that for a while. I don't know if he just picked it up or I don't know how the hell it happened. But yeah, we used to uh, we used to go there to either hang out with somebody, mm-hmm. like hang out at their band practices, and then if we we're hungry, like hey, because we used to it's, uh, you know get a little bit of the electric lettuce in us, and then uh, run across what, and get some food. I don't know what that means, brother. You know. Yeah. <laughs> You're a goddamn liar. <laughs> yes, you fucking liar. You come on my podcast and fib. <laughs> I don't know what that electric lettuce means. Is that, is that the same as the devil's lettuce? <laughs> yes. Okay. Not not the same as the devil's dandruff. Never yeah. touch that stuff. But when it comes to the electric lettuce, <laughs> it comes to the jazz parsley. <laughs> the, j- the, j- the jazz cigarettes, as they call the them. Jazz- right? Yes, the jazz cigarettes. We get little... Uh, Willow on stage. There you go. <laughs> Got some fresh gauge. <laughs> Straight off the boat. It's like I, I, I posted I posted um a quote from Lord of the Rings as a partner, you know, I'm a big fucking nerd where Lord Saruman is talking to Gandalf. They're walking <laughs> and he goes, The long but the the halfling leaf has clouded your mind. That, that's 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 the that's Oh the, <laughs> the, that, that's that's the Middle Earth way of saying, man, you spoke entirely too much weed. <laughs> you was way too high. I've never thought I'd say this to anybody before. You smoke entirely too much weed. <laughs> you fucking fall. You fucking see eagles. Fucking ball rocks and <laughs> you shit, see, man. You see, see walking trees. Like what the fuck? Maybe those guys in the shows you said they was. You know? <laughs> Dude, we're gonna get so much trouble for this. Gary, you can't talk like that, sir. You are not a POC. Oh yeah. Uh oh, sorry. Getting a text message from no, my dad. The brisket's okay. at the house. We're doing the brisket for uh, Christmas. Do it. So bring me some shit. Uh, hell yeah, I want. I want to do it myself. <laughs> Get some friends over. Brisket, pie, beer. Just do a fucking podcast, man. Do it, man. Get, get some meat and you start sweating. Yeah. But yeah, I want to get. Uh, I want to get Rico here, man, so we can hopefully get a fucking podcast. That's my goal right now. Yeah. Just getting this shit done because it's just like. But I know this one, uh, no offense, Gary, but it probably won't be the best one considering this is the first one back and I just blew my nose. That's okay. <laughs> People probably I, heard I, that. I, 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 uh, I thought I was on mute on one of my shows. I just you'll, you'll hear it. Um, I forget if it was the Torchy's bonus or the Torchy's Long Riders episode uh, from last time. Um, you'll hear me like shoot a snot rocket out of my nose. I thought, <laughs> I, th- I, thought I was on mute. I literally stuck my, my phone with my nostrils and said, you know. You it's, fucking it's, hillbilly! It's, it's allergy season, so it's hard booger season, people. Okay, you know these are real. These are real world problems. You know, I, it, ever since I got COVID, man, it's um, I've been noticing that that's been happening a lot more. Uh-huh. Like when I go downstairs to clean because it's a little bit colder down there. Because uh-huh. <clears throat> that's where I shoot a lot of my drum videos. Well, yep. that's where I shoot my drum videos, but that's also you know go down there and I practice. I got the electronic drum set for when the kid's sleeping. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to annoy Francis. But, oh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But it's so cold down there and then the dust starts kicking up because half of it's unfinished. So there's a lot of dust still falling from the ceiling. That's where I'll go if she's having, because um, the baby's two months, so mm-hmm. apparent, obviously she's going to have the postpartum. Uh, as they say, the baby blues. The baby blues, man. Yeah, so... As much as she wants to deny it. 
as much as she wants the night, Gary, she's got it. I just walk away. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I get it. Well, tell her on Shutter don't watch a film called Baby Blues. She, she might have the blues after watching that movie because this involves a movie about a woman who's pregnant. She's with child, but the child is possessed and craves blood. So oh she yeah, has to, she yeah. Has we're to, not we're not gonna fucking. She watch has that. to kill people for the baby. <laughs> you know, it's like it's like there was that that one movie you probably seen. Uh, Instructions not included. Uh, with possibly. that with that one, what the fuck is that Mexican actor? Uh, I forgot the name. He was in a space movie. He saves a day, or saves lives, whatever else. But he was in it, and it's basically about. Well, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. That's all right. All right, anybody w- w- that wants to watch this, you know, skip for a little bit. But uh, skip for probably about 30 seconds. But it's about him who has a daughter and the daughter is sick and nobody knows it. And then at the end of the movie, the daughter, the daughter dies and she's like fucking eight years old, nine years old. Fucking heartbreaking, man. Yeah. I was like, son of a bitch. But he kept it a secret the entire time. Yeah. People thought that he was the one that was sick and it was actually the girl. So he didn't want to tell anybody, like, this is what's wrong with the girl. And they were like, hey, you're going to get deported or whatever else. You're going to go to jail if you don't tell us what's going on. That's what happened. Sad fucking movie. Oh, and yeah. now it's like, I don't know if I can watch movies like that. <laughs> you know? It's different It's different if... when you have a kid and you watch stuff like... That's like, what I'm saying now that, you know... Like you watch Pet Cemetery and that scene where he gets run over in the room. I have a whole different effect on you now. Yeah, fuck you know? that little kid. <laughs> he comes back to life with a... With, and he, Dude, he... He killed the main monster, bro. He does, man. <laughs> Fred, Fred, he killed Eddie Monster's dad. <laughs> let me tell you, Fred Gwynn worked his ass off with the, for that main accent in that movie. So he, he is he is the star of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Because that's not his voice. You know? I mean, even even the book. I was I was listening to the because uh, I'm I'm not. I'll be honest. I'm not gonna fucking read. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't even play RPG games because of, you ain't gonna make me read. God damn it! Um, but in the the audio book of Pet Cemetery. This is a good, re- great good fucking book. Oh hell yeah! Who's the Michael C. Hall? Does the yes Dexter does yes. The, the, the reading? Yes. Uh, was it Michael C. Hall or I think it was. Yeah, I think so too. I believe so, but he did he did a good job on it. Either way, whoever did it did a good job. And there's a lot in that book that didn't end up in the movie. Uh-huh. Understandably why, but um, it's like those assholes that say. Why ain't they got that rape scene in the It movie yet? Come on now. How come they're not showing the child sex? How come not showing? <laughs> if you guys don't know that, the, honestly, dude, that, just listening to because because I listened to that one too, oh, yeah. I'm just like that was so fucking uncomfortable to listen to that part. I'm like, all right, let me just fast forward. This is fucking weird. There is a part of the book I guess they feel so desperate, like they there's no way out to churn. They decide to run a train on Beverly Marsh in the sewer and uh. Yeah, it's kind of. No, it wasn't a train. Yeah, it was. She and it, it was. Jesus Christ! So fucking weird talking about this. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Fucking Gary. It's in context. Though. Give me another. Can you? While I talk about this, can you hand me a, a regular? Just pick me something. You making me talk about this? It's so fucking awkward. So it wasn't a train. What it was is I forgot what it was, but it was the one thing that kept Pennywise away was love. So. I don't know why they took it this far. I can't remember. I was trying to get out. I'm like, dude, this is so fucking awkward listening to this. But it was, I think she had sex with each one of them, one by one, and was trying to comfort them, saying, like, it's okay. We need to do this. And then that was the end of the fucking chapter. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, let's do it. 
Gary's gonna hand me a fucking two year old. Hey, this is age two years, man. It's been in there for a while. You want to see how dark this bitch is? But yeah, that's. God, that's uncomfortable to talk about. People are gonna criticize the shit out of me. So the only way they keep away the clown was their sweet physical love. Amongst uh, amongst friends. Yeah. 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 Preteen love. Yeah, I don't. I don't recommend preteen love unless you. I don't it's, recommend it's, it. I, I don't a, think people should be fucking at all. That shit's it, gross. It's amongst preteens. Well, it know. depends on who. And they're, and they're in they're the sewers, so no, I'm not gonna take this any further than it already is. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at that dude. That's fucking motor oil right there. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. <laughs> I believe, and I could be wrong. This sits at possibly, I think, fifteen or sixteen percent. I didn't know that before I handed it to you. you dick. <laughs> it's like, it, might, it might say. It's like, well, you don't gotta work tomorrow, so it's all good. Oh yeah, I don't have to work until later on. So this is a Russian Imperial style with dark matter coffee. Good right. coffee, by the way. Um, I'm trying to see if they have a percentage on here, but they don't. All I know is this is uh, 18th Streets. Same as that one. 18th Streets, uh, six-year one, and I think they just did their eighth. Oh, okay. So, Which I didn't go to, by the way, because I've discovered that when, <clears throat> especially 18th Street, and no offense to them, I love 18th Street. I love their food. I love their beer, but when they started doing a free anniversary uh, parties, mm-hmm. it's just bananas. It really is. I can understand why they're doing it. I miss buying a ticket, getting the VIP, and then giving getting access to the special beers that they have, but it just seemed a little bit more tame, mm-hmm. but it just seemed when it was free, it just... It was, it was, I don't know, it just seemed a little more wild, like it was a fucking regular bar, mm-hmm. and... There's a reason I don't go to bars like that anymore. Yeah. Because uh, I'm classy, bitch. Classy, I'm bitch. A, I'm a fucking classy bro. Come on, bitched. Dang. Yeah. I haven't had this in a while. I, I added a tea on the bitch for, for a co-host of mine. Cause you want to taste it or you want to smell it? No. I, don't, I don't have COVIDs anymore. No, I just don't want none. My immunity is dope. I just don't want none. That actually tastes a lot better now. Before, it was just really strong. Mm-hmm. Fucking Russians. That's, fucking a different, that's a different type of white boy. Yeah, it is. That's I don't fuck with them. That's kind There's of like three boy. things in life that scare me. Uh, biker gang dudes that you know they look like they'll just butt fuck you on the spot. Yep. For fun. Just no, to, no, you just can't to, leave. Just for pain. Look, look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you can't leave. What song do they play in the background while they're beating uh, the shit out of them? I think it's a Stone song. I think. <laughs> look at me! Look at me! I did this to you. <laughs> Jesus, that yeah. Mm. But biker dudes, really scary looking biker dudes that look like they haven't bathed in a month. Asian guys with huge quads and Russians. I don't fuck with any of them. The only thing that scares me a lot, there's not a lot that scares me. And Showgirls. Showgirls is pretty scary. That's the one movie that traumatized me. Was it the ice on the nipples, man? No, it was the sex in the pool. Oh, yeah? (laughs) I thought... I thought she was having a fucking seizure. Like, <laughs> save her. You're gonna. She's gonna hurt that dude's dick. It's like, what is Jesse Spano doing? <laughs> even you know. I'm so excited. I'm so I'm scared. So excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could do a whole oh. episode on special episodes of TV shows. Oh you know? man. That time that Jesse got addicted to speed so she can get through finals. You know. See, I think that's it's it's. I watched so much TV as a kid. Mm-hmm. That I think that's the reason why I never done hardcore drugs. 
that that episode of Small Wonder where the brother's friend swallows the chewing tobacco and he gets like freaking <laughs> mouth cancer or something. I forget what he gets, but he gets something bad. Yeah, and then uh, what was it? Uh, different Strokes, where uh, Dudley D- Dudley in the bike <clears throat> shop, <clears throat> where he's hanging out with the bad dude and he drugs him and he's like taking pictures of him and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that one. That always scared me. Well, you know what? That that ep- I'll tell you this. That episode actually made me aware of weird motherfuckers like that because there was this one guy that lived when I was growing up uh the street that I lived on about two blocks east I want to say uh, was actually not too far from here where I grew up <clears throat> so that way <laughs> there was a a guy that used to be uh a bakery mm-hmm. it was Almira's bakery and then I just shut down for a while and a dude opened it up as like a corner store, like uh-huh. a candy store. And the guy just made me uncomfortable. It was a bike ride away, and it was a straight shot. I was allowed to go that way. And I would go there, and I would buy things, and he was like, hey, you know, uh, I have this in the back. I got to go. And I never went there again. Turns out, about two weeks later, that guy was molesting kids. Mm. And I'm glad I watched Different Strokes when that happened to Dudley. <laughs> or else I would have been that kid who got diddled. Th- th- that time, that Do you think I would have got free candy if that was? Oh, for sure, man. All kinds of free candy. Oh, man. <laughs> That's when Hot Cheetos first came out, too. Yeah, Hot Cheetos. Give me some Chili Fritos. Uh, <laughs> give, me, give me Chili Fritos. Chili Cheese Fritos, man, are the best to eat before bed. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess. They, they, they have, it always worked for me. They have I these dollar burritos. feeling great. These currently have these dollar burritos at Sonic. The Chili Cheese Frito Burrito. And they don't suck for a dollar. <laughs> the chili, what, the what? They're like chili cheese Frito burritos. Oh, whoa. What yeah. is that at? It's Sonic for like a dollar. Chili cheese. It's on, bro. I'm there. You pay for the indigestion, you know. <laughs> you forget about stuff like the episode of Family Matters. <laughs> the, episode, <laughs> the episode of Family Matters where, you know, Eddie learned about racism, you know. and uh, you know. Oh, is that the one where he, well, no, the, what am I thinking of? Yeah, I remember that. I was thinking of the one uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, when fine? they get pulled over, he goes, he goes, but they're here to help us, right? Oh, Carlton, right? you yeah. fucking poor, sad bastard. Like, yeah. they pulled us over because we're black. <laughs> they're just doing their job. And unfortunately, I didn't want to believe that, but that's happened. I, I, I think on Family Matters, they, they carved the N-word into Eddie's car or something. Or something along those lines. Yeah. Or in Waldo's car, you know? Yeah, it turned into a big thing where him and his dad were like arguing in the living room or some shit. One of the best uh, sexless characters everywhere, anywhere to uh, Waldo Faldo from from Family Matters. <laughs> Remember when Waldo became he fig- he discovered that he was a great cook. Yeah, remember? And she was like, she was like, "This is great, whatever else, you know." I'm gonna give you an A. And he goes, "This was the funniest shit." He goes, "Oh, can you write that down on a piece of paper so I can go home and read it to my mom?" <laughs> I was like, oh, man, that is a fucking great. It's like, Waldo's fucking awesome, man. That episode of, of, of Fresh Pits of Bel-Air where he will find, figures out his fucking dad's a piece of shit. Oh, you know? dude, that was the most heartbreak. You, you, as everybody probably knows, that was that was unscripted. Uh-huh. That ending part was unscripted. Like, dude, how can you not? Like, how did Uncle Phil not break down, dude? Mm-hmm. You know, I would have. Because he's fucking cold as shit because he's the shredder. That's why, you know. <laughs> he likes to dine on turtle soup. <laughs> Oh, uh, hey! Speaking of which, did you have you gotten that comic book, Ronin? 
Not yet. No, it's a Raphael book, I believe. Yeah. So is it? So it is Raphael. Raphael's. Yeah. God, that's because Raphael's already that guy, mm-hmm. and that just fits his character perfectly. I thought it was going to be like a Michelangelo, but it would make sense, Raphael. Well, you know, well, I think we just ruined the comic book for okay. everybody. Because <laughs> everybody knows that Michelangelo's a party dude, so he can't yeah. be Ronan. He's not that. I bad. mean, you never know. And you never know, like how many of those zombie movies were that fucking pussy just becomes a hero. Leonardo leads. Donatello does machines. <laughs> Raphael is rude, but cool. Give me a break. Michelangelo is, is a, a party, party dude. dude. <laughs> Mandy, did you ever get that tape from Pizza Hut? Huh? They, oh. they they were they used to give the uh, the like the soundtrack or the not not the soundtrack, but it was like I think it was uh, the Ninja Turtles are a band, and there was that one ballad. Where fucking April oh, O'Neil sang. The, the coming out of their shells tour. I didn't get to go. I, I really wanted to, though. Oh, they did go on tour, didn't they? Did they did go on tour, yes. Oh, man. But I didn't man, go, but I really wanted back. to. We're going back. Well, you know, it goes back to my, my movies. You know, that's the first VHS that was mine. Was was Turtles 2. And um, that and The Wizard. So those oh, films, Fred Savage. Those films will always hold a special place in my heart because those are, those are the first two tapes that were mine. That, 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 I, that I got that I got to have for myself. Yeah, you, you know what my first possession was? Mm. Was a fucking Bon Jovi cassette tape. Do it, man. <laughs> Do it. And it was a wrong cassette tape. That's not the one I wanted. I can't even hate on either, man. Because it was the one that had there was uh that song on the, um, Young Guns. I mean, you, I should have just got you, the soundtrack. You, you can't hate John Bon Jovi. He, not even well, he makes some bad. You can't even say that because you know that man opens free restaurants for homeless people. You know, you, can, you can't help but hate him. Love a man like that. I you bet know? you he beats his wife. Maybe he does behind closed it's doors. Like Mark McGuire, no matter how many home runs he hits, bro, with forearms like that, he beats his kids. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all, I bet you he beats the dog shit out of his don't kids. Don't we all beat our kids though? They, like a so- sober beating, so it's like it's it's accuracy all the way, and he hits them for little fucking things. This is what you get when you spill paint in the garage. <laughs> dude, dude, I stutter. Dude, yeah. Oh man, you know what, dude? I would love to see what happened to John Bender. Yeah, <laughs> they should have done like like a. Like a like a sequel. He probably became Senator Robert Blutarski, you know. And <laughs> <laughs> whilst, you know. Oh. And then he became Senator Robert Blutarski. Oh. And we're back twice on the movie again. If you watch Twilight on the movie, there's there's a, a gag at the end of Animal House where they say everybody went and Niedermeyer went to what became a, a Vietnam a general that got killed by his own troops. And in the movie, when Vic Morrow is, is walking through the Vietnamese uh, swamps you know, because he's supposed to be a Vietnamese person, if you ever seen this before. Um, one of the soldiers says, did you hear that? We shouldn't have shot Lieutenant Niedermeyer. That's that's the inside joke from Animal House, you know, in, in, within the movie, you know. Oh, that's another one I haven't watched in a while. I want to go through a Porky's marathon, dude. If, you, if anybody out there hasn't seen Porky's, find it, watch it. It'll change your life. You can't make, because yeah. they'll, they'll never make shit like that no, again. No, they won't. They'll, they'll never they'll... make shit. Like, I mean, people who are watching Revenge and they're like, oh, there was so much, like, tits and, and fucking pussy. And I, Bro, I, you haven't seen Porky's. 
I haven't watched Revenge. I watched Revenge of the Nerds way too early, you know, before I knew what a hair pie was. And, you know. <laughs> what is hair pie? What is hair pie? Hair pie. <laughs> hair pie. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Booger, I swear to God, man, you cannot. Uh, again, you can't make characters like Booger. What the fuck a robster cross? What's a, yeah, what's a <laughs> robster crown? No, it was. Uh, she's not that type of girl. Why? <laughs> what is she? What does she have a penis? Yeah, what does she have a penis? Yes. <laughs> we laugh, but it's so fluid, <laughs> dude. It was yes, exactly. Bugger was that guy. <laughs> if you be, oh, if, if you if, if you beat Curtis Armstrong, he's like the nicest guy in the world, though. I mean. Yeah. Oh fuck! You see that picture? Me and the baby. That's an awesome picture with the glasses. It. That's awesome. And then Francis in the background. I love it. I love it very much. What do you think? What do you think of Roro, man? You met him. You held him. He's small. Yes, he's he, gonna be like that for a couple years. He's got a big. Head, <laughs> he's got a big head like his father. Fucking you know. Shit. Yeah. And, unfortunately. Uh, he's a good boy. You know. He'll, just he, a huge target. He didn't cry right away when I held him. So there's uh, that. You know. That, that's always a big step one. Bro, we got so talking to other talking to other parents. Apparently, we got lucky. Because yeah. um, obviously, if you've seen the newborn pictures mm-hmm. and you holding him now, yeah. the side, fucking fat. He's a big yeah. boy. Because if you you, you, <laughs> give, you give me your newborn child, I'm gonna hand him back. I'm not gonna touch him. He, he must be contaminated by Ebola or something. <laughs> He's I, uh, you I'm, know what? My, I'm, af- I'm afraid I'll break him. There's my, a problem. My father is the same way. When my father came to the hospital, he he didn't want to hold the baby, and I wasn't mad at him. I get it. Uh-huh. You know, like I, I would probably do the same thing. How now? It's different. Uh-huh. I've held the newborn. I've handled newborn. I've wiped that fucking. Have you ever seen newborn poop? It is fucking tar. <laughs> it comes out the same color. So it comes out the same consistency. It is tar. Um, but yeah, it's um. Apparently, again, apparently we he he's an easy kid, man. He wakes up, he'll cry. We feed him. He it's either he falls back asleep or he just wants to check out the room, mm-hmm. and he hangs out. My secret, and I don't know if it works for everybody. As soon as I swaddle him. Mm-hmm. He's out. Yeah. I fucking wrap him in a cocoon. And he's like, ah. It's just like when a cat's acting like an asshole. You grab the back of the neck and they just whomp. They just shut down. It's like fucking windows. Like that's what happens. Not my cats. Let me tell you what Cash does, okay? Cash will walk in. I'll walk in the door. Cash will lay his little fat ass in the middle of the floor, okay? And you say, Cash, move. Cash, move. You, you'll kick him with your foot slightly. He still won't move. It's a cat for you, man. Like, what, the, what the fuck do you want now? Cats. Yeah. Cats. Do not give a shit about you. Mm-hmm. And you can tell by their fucking stupid judgmental faces. <laughs> they just look at you like, what? What? <laughs> I'm fucking here. What? <laughs> Dogs, like Brody knows. Unfortunately, when Brody doesn't move, I have to walk through him. So that way he gets it like, hey, you're my dog. Mm-hmm. You do what I say. Cats. Cats will eat you when you're it's dead. Like, They're like, assholes. I'm going to shit in the box. Fucking, I see the bottom of the bowl. We're gonna have a fucking real fucking problem. I'm gonna go Lord of the Flies on your ass. You know? I sh- we, we, keep, we keep the big bag. Lord of the Flies. We keep the big bag cat food in the in the clo- in the hall closet. Uh. And they they know precisely where it is because they start like circling around it, like you know hyenas like ch- chasing the chasing the wildebeest or something. You know, uh, they're like, hey, food, motherfucker. That way, you know. Still doing this. 
Oh, yeah. The door. Like, hey, right here, buddy. Open it up. Oh, not you, Brody. Sorry. Get that cup. You know, it's time time to feed us, you know. <laughs> they're, they're, just, they're just like my wife. Yeah, I, I, I come home. You know, they're waiting at the top of the stairs, wondering where I've been. Your you know? wife? Oh, yeah. When did this happen? I guess I guess I used to have three wives. I used to have Duchess, Darla, and, and, and you know. Oh. My, my sister from time to time. But she's telling <laughs> my fucking business. But, <laughs> okay, I get it. So it's not, not your wife, but acts like it's a wife. My, acts my, like she's my, a wife. My former baby, she she passed away, unfortunately, Darla. You know, oh. she, she would wait at the top of the stairs, just sitting like, well, where, where you been? You know? Why the fuck have you gone so long? Like that. What's just, up? Just like a wife, you know? I just think, hey, you have a good time while you're out? Where the fuck you been, you know? Hanging out with those boys again. Petting, petting other dogs and shit, you know? <laughs> What's that smell? I can smell that. Piece What's that of, smell? I can smell that. What the fuck you been eating, you know? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's unfortunate, man. So even though you're not a Mormon, you can have multiple wives. It's, it's not really an issue, you know. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> multiple female humanoids telling you what to do. Man, I, I, you know, speaking of that, I met this when I was living in. I okay. So anybody listening, I used to live in Utah. Uh, lived there for a year. Went back for like disappeared to California. Came back for a few more months. Came came back home. I went back to California, then came back home. I talked to a guy who I think was a deacon or he was working at becoming a pastor Mm -hmm. at one of his Mormon churches. And he told me that there, he told me the story about, well, he said there's a difference between the Mormons and what the fuck are they called? There's a, Jesus Christ. I can't remember. I'm fucking the story up now. Um, the Mormons and something. Oh, what was the other one? The bad, the bad one. The bad guys. Uh-huh. The bad Mormons. The, the bad f- Mormons. Whatever the fuck they're called. I can't remember. God damn it. Why can't I think of their name? The Psycho Gorbans. The Mormons. The Psycho yeah. Mormons. <laughs> Go Mormons. What okay. the fuck are they called, man? Um, the ones that be soaking and shit, you know. I forgot what they're fucking called. I'm getting pissed now. Did you did you get into the soaking? <sighs> did you get into the soaking scene while you were in uh in the Utah? What? Oh. If you don't know, your listeners probably don't know either. Soaking is is a way that Mormons get around sex to call it not sex. Where they piss on each other? No. This is when a girl and a guy get together. They they, they line up their bits. You know, pre pre penetration. Bits like their penises. Their penis and vagina, and they invite friends over to bounce the bed up and down to to stimulate motion. So they're not, they're not technically having sex, but they're not really thrusting themselves. So it's, it's not like a the loophole. It's like you keep your virginity just as long as you get fucked in the butt. Uh huh. That is fucking. But the fact that they invite friends over to the house to bounce the bed up and down is the weird thing, you know. So, hey, we're not really having sex, but my pee is going into your V. You know? <laughs> I'm just going to swing my arm. <laughs> if you're in the way, you get hit. It's your fault. <laughs> I don't know how the money shot works in that sense, but let me tell you, I'm sure it's kind of nasty. And all well, they the got place. a guy that just grabs you and pulls you off of her, like, like, oh wait, grab me, dude! Oh, it's oh. so hot. What the fuck are they called, man? I'm I'm trying to look up what they. <laughs> dude, I'm getting so mad here. There's a baby. There's a baby. Uh, either way, but it's it's the bad Mormon. It'll probably hit me while I'm fucking. Eating chicken later on or something, mm-hmm. I don't know. But so how that came to be, 
uh-huh. whole seven wives thing. He he broke it down for me. And it was I I never fucking knew this. So the Mormons, when they started off, they started in like I think it was well West Central Illinois, and they started traveling west. And everywhere they went, they would get kicked out because everyone believed that the religion was stupid. Like that's a dumb religion. The whole, you know the time of Christianity, Catholicism, whatever. They were pushing them out further and further and further. <clears throat> so finally, they just decided to travel Utah. Somebody told them, I guess, travel Utah. There's nothing out there. You may be able to have people live there and have your religion. So they go there. After traveling for so long, they finally found you. They were like, you know what? We're just going to stop here because they ran into some Indians and, the, I guess, our Native Americans. Well, fuck you. <laughs> so they told them, you know, go go this way. And there's land up there. You can stay there. You know, we just as long as you don't bother us, we won't bother you, whatever. So the way it happened is along with their travels, when they were traveling, if somebody would die, like one of their brothers would die, they would tell them like, hey, you know, you're my brother. If I die, would you take care of my family? Mm-hmm. You know, will you take care of my wife? Yeah, okay. I could definitely do that. But to keep them from being overburdened with all like with the families, they're saying you can only take care of seven wives. Basically, you can only take care of seven families and you couldn't do any more. You could do seven. That's it. So they kind of formed a little, you know, like a little group of friends to where like us seven. If something Mm -hmm. happens, you take care of my family, you take care of my family, you take care of my family. It was just these seven people. Like if something happens, this is what's going to this is how it goes down. Yeah. That's what they meant by having seven wives. It was more seven families. It was the other guys that had this fucking camp out somewhere, Utah, Arizona border, mm-hmm. to where they're like, you can have seven wives, and you can fuck seven wives, and you can have however many children with these wives. But the Mormons out in Utah that... Go to the church and whatever else. They're, I mean, they're great. They're good fucking people. They're really friendly. They're nice as shit. They're really nice. But it's just those other ones that give them a bad name. You know what I mean? So that's how it, that that's what that means. It's just like you don't get to have seven wives and you get the bump bump. You know, I mean, all night with whatever you get. You get Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You put underwear on them. Like that's the one for today. No, it's just <clears throat> you take care of the families and. They still do that, mm-hmm. but it's more not like I have seven wives. It's just like they have they formed a thing to where it's like, hey, if you need help, if your if your husband passes away, if he falls ill, if he loses his job, we can provide to you. Yeah, we have a thing. We have a a building full of food. Come grab the food. We have a whole bunch of money. Here's the money. Pay your bills. They still do that. Yeah. Those other guys, they just fucked everything up for them. They made them look real bad. Yeah. So that's what they mean. But and but why Utah is so big with Mormons in the surrounding states and areas Mm -hmm. is the Mormons actually had a war with the U.S. Army. They had a war with the government because the government, same shit, they didn't like the religion. They wanted them gone. And they're like, no, we're not going to go anywhere. We traveled all the way here. The people of this land said we can have this part of the land. Mm -hmm. We're not leaving. So they got in the war. Yeah. Mormons had guns, I guess. Fuck if I knew. So... They get an award. The government calls for the U.S. Army to come up. U.S. Army comes up, and by the time they get there, they were already in a fucking battle themselves. They were fighting fucking, I don't know what the hell or who the hell. But they finally get there, and they go, like, we're not going to fight. We're tired. You know, we just we just climb mountains to get here. 
we went through mountains, we traveled all this way, we're traveling uphill, like we're done. So the government was like, okay, you can stay here and here only. Same things that the Indians told you. You cannot leave this area. I might be fucking the story up. If I am, somebody come back and tell me. But they're like, you cannot leave this area. So you stay here. Don't leave. So they're, they're stuck in a place you can't even get be, good, good beer out there, man. Come on. Oh, yeah, man. you can. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can. But, okay, so, yeah, you're right about that. If, if people listening who don't know, the highest percentage of beer, like Bud Light, Coors Light is knocked down because I think Coors Light is like four point three. You got to go like Virginia, right? You got to give, got to get there. You go to Idaho. Idaho, Utah. <laughs> there's a, there's a scene if you guys haven't seen SLC Punk. There's a scene where they do this where they have to go to another state to get alcohol, and they explain the whole schmeal about the the, yep. the the Utah booze laws. You know, yeah. So it's like three point three point two. Mm-hmm. It's it's a really low and uh, you know it's because when I went there, man, I'm like, I was like, is it the elevation? Mm-hmm. That I can't get a buzz off a six pack of beer. Like, what the hell's going on? Um, <clears throat> but that's why, like, a lot of the sales that they have out there are for hard liquor. Mm-hmm. But you have to travel to another state, you know, to get regular Bud Light, regular Budweiser, the regular four point three, four point four, mm-hmm. um, and lottery tickets. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true because I'm like, dude, this beer sucks. I'm basically drinking just water. That's all I'm drinking. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it was weird knowing that. But there's the only way you can buy, I think, um, the only way you can really buy, like, craft beer is you have to buy it from a state liquor store. So they have regular liquor stores, like um, gas stations you can buy from. But if you want the good shit, like what we're drinking now, you would have to go to a state, mm-hmm. like a state liquor store, state and something else. Like strange, like strange brew, you know. <clears throat> you go get the the yeah. case, the case of Elsinore beer. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it, but it's it, it was worth. I mean, I would rather go to the state and just pick up the good beer. But every now and then, you know, you want your again your mm. white trash beer. So, but that's, by, by the way, the mouse in the bottle is some of my favorite gags ever uh, from from the strange brew guys. Strange brew, what's strange brew is um, Dave Thomas and Rick Moranis where they play the. The Great White North guys, you know. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Man. Com- comes from SCTV. That's where it comes from. But they made a movie called Strange Brew. I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, it's, I may have to see that. It's magical. Strange it's Brew. Magically. Rick Moranis and who? And Dave Thomas. Dave Thomas. Okay. Like the guy from Wendy's? No, a different Dave Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Dave Thomas makes a badass baconator. I, I'm sure Dave Thomas doesn't enjoy cheeseburgers. It's just bad, shout out Dave Thomas, your baconator and your fries are the shit. Thank you. Yeah, I've never I've never done the dipping the fries in the shake because I'm a normal person. You're not a fucking savage. I'm yeah. not a fucking dummy. I don't I don't get that. You know what? I I I scoffed at a girl from Germany who was dipping her fries in mayonnaise. I thought that was uh-huh. fucking weird. And then I, she's like, "You should try it." I'm like, "All right, Arnold, give me that fucking fry." <laughs> Boom, good. I was like, that's actually pretty good. They also, <clears throat> Jesus, also in Utah, they had a, a thing called fry sauce. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you ever heard of this. No. It was some sort of mixture of like ketchup, mayo, and some spices. I I kept saying it was bullshit. Your fancy sauce? What, I guess. No, no. <laughs> you know, Step, Step Brothers, when, he, when he, he puts the mayonnaise and the ketchup together. 
So you, oh, it, yeah. You, you can't have any of my fancy sauce. You know? Yeah, so it, that that's basically what it was. It was like ketchup and then some spices, but some places would make their own. Mm-hmm. And other places, there they I mean, they even had like a fry sauce you could buy at Walmart. But there was this, oh my God, what was the name of this fucking ice cream shop? They had their own. And they talking about fry sauce? Like, yeah, let me get two of them. And it was it was good, man. It surprised that one was probably the better one. The rest of them were like bullshit. Like I, I prefer barbecue sauce over over ketchup, though. So there, there's yeah, that's right. That's understandable. Because you know you that's get, understandable. You, you get that good barbecue, and they put those the the, the the fries right on the meat, you know, and you just just start di- just scraping against that 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 meat. Yeah. Mm, there were we went to uh, New Over Falls. It's a brewery in Griffith. Yeah. They got a thing called the I don't know if it's Chewbacca or the Chewbacca. But what a Wookie! <laughs> what a Wookie! Hey, anyway, so it was. I think it was like a. I think it was a quarter pound patty, or a half. I think it was quarter pound, and it had uh, hickory smoked bacon or mm-hmm. applewood smoked bacon. Could be wrong about that too. Cheese, Cheetos. And then they did fucking something to the top of this bun that pissed me off to where it was just cheese. Somebody just grabbed like a thing of cheese and just went like that. <laughs> they just dumped this cheese all over the top of this fucking hamburger, the bun, stuck a toothpick in it, and then it was sitting on a bed of fries. Uh-huh. It was good, but that was the first time I ever had to eat my burger with a fucking fork. Sometimes you got to. When that was the only time other burgers I can I, grab I, and I, eat that one, I was like, I don't even want to grab this because I'm gonna I, look like a I, fucking baby. I do it in shoops all the time. I eat it with a fork and a knife. You know? I mean, if you cut it in half, yeah. you can grab it. But this one I couldn't grab. I would grab it and look like a baby. Like, dude, I'm just fucking around with shit now. At this point, I'm just squeezing spaghetti see, in my hands. See, Rogers, Rogers got a beard, and I got a beard. You know, a beard <laughs> creates a certain difficulty of of, of eating to certain things and. Yes, you get a big old hamburger. That's one of those things. Yeah, My, yeah. The, 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 the worst part is getting this part of the mustache in your mouth. Yep, the corner burgers, pancakes. Uh, I, I already look gay enough eating ice cream cone all alone. You know, and it's it, it, eating with the, with the beard. It's anything good. where you have to open your mouth a little bit too wide, uh-huh. like a fucking bird. <laughs> beard beards are difficult. You know. They look good, they but I'm, I'm I'm unidentifiable without mine. So, <laughs> like, who are you? Who are you? Who are you? You shaved your beard off? Oh my god! Oh, uh, you know what I watched today? Mm. Old boy, the Josh Brolin one. Oh why? Why? Yeah, because <laughs> I couldn't find the original <laughs> oh, version. See, that's that's the problem. You just said, you know what? Do you, do you have? Cause you know what? Speaking of which, I I, I put the voodoo back on. Is, is do you have that on voodoo? Might. Because I know we're sharing a conversation. I'm going to look Thank right you, now to keep, keep this conversation going. But it's not, if you haven't watched the original version, it's not that bad. I think the fight scenes in the original version were better. See, the, the ending of Old Boy is what you stay for because when you find out, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not going to give this don't, away. Yeah, don't give it away. Please don't. Because, yeah, it's, it's, it's ugly. It's an ugly ending. It's a, it's a it's a tragic ending. It's, is it? I it's, mean, it's, it's, is it, it ugly or is it? it is a, it kind of like? Does it bother you? It's as tragic as it can get. Basically, this guy falls in love with this girl, and he finds something out about this girl, 
which is basically that'll make your butthole go cold. Man, it will. It really will. And you know what? <laughs> if you haven't seen Old Boy, you haven't seen that devastation. I don't want to give it away. That you know what? That's one plot twist you wouldn't expect. No, that's one plot twist you would not expect. It's, I it's, didn't it's, when I saw the original one. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. It's one of those ones you say, "Oh, I'm a fuck with you this whole movie." But you know the end is going to be the gut punch, and it is. I I it's, give it up for originality. Yeah, definitely for originality. I it, can do that. It is the gut punch. The guy who did who was in the original was the teacher from Battle Royale, or he had a part to do with Battle Royale. Ain't no, it? maybe he was in it, but he wasn't the teacher. No, he was somebody in Battle Royale. I thought that's Beat Takeshi is the teacher in Battle Royale. Jesus Christ, you know way too much. I've seen movies that he's in. <laughs> oh, here's one. Squid Game. Squid Game. Yeah. They sell clothes for Squid Game at Walmart now. Dude, have you stayed on uh, Netflix? They sell the doll. Yeah. I saw that. You know, I, I, I commend Netflix for, for like making these South Korean things known. You know, but they're not the best at it um, as far as like promoting... Stuff but like I, that. I thought Squid Game was a Netflix made movie. No, no, they they bought it from the Koreans. They do so that's they do. so they bought it and put their name on it. They do a lot, you know. And, really, um, I thought they were like they had the money to make these fucking. But things. this is like the first time they promoted anything like that, as far as like a foreign thing. Because mm-hmm. of um, sorry. No, no, I'm just pointing right. If, at you. if you're not watching, or not watch a series called Kingdom that's on Netflix, this is a, this is a South Korean show. To where it takes place in like feudal times, and like the the the, the warriors, the, the feudal warriors with the swords and the, the the outfits, there's zombie outbreak in the village, and it's one of the most brutal, best things you ever want to watch in your life. And Netflix did nothing to promote it, which <laughs> is a fucking shame because it, oh, it's a show. It's a show, yeah. Yeah, I just pulled it up on the phone, 2020. Yeah, so if you're a fan Is that of, the start of it was 2020? Uh, or? Possibly. There's two seasons, I believe. A zombie. And you know what, man? This is Korean, you said, right? Korean, I believe, yes. Koreans, for some reason, always make the better zombie movies. Uh, train to Busan, man. Oh, my God. That yeah. fucking movie was awesome. That'll break your heart, too, though, man. Yeah, it will. But that was an awesome fucking That's movie. really good. That was a really good movie. Again, if you got a kid. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't do it, bro. Don't do it. <laughs> Um, definitely, definitely a good movie. That's that's one I didn't want to watch, but I watched. Mm-hmm. And now this one, fucking Francis out there keeps playing um, Breaking Bad. I haven't seen any Breaking Bad, so mm-hmm. I only know, like, I have like flash, flat. What is it? The um, slideshow moments mm-hmm. of this this show. So now I feel like I have to. And then she starts uh, Better Call Saul, mm-hmm. and I'm like, fuck. And then I remember, Bugged. and this is the reason why, because I remember I saved, uh, I, sorry about this, I know you're cool with it, but mm-hmm. I got to apologize, but you, I saved your uh, username and password for Voodoo. It's fine. And then, <clears throat> which, thank you, I appreciate mm-hmm. that. Um, after watching that, I'm like, oh shit, nobody. So I watched that one, and I'm like, dude, this was fucking great. <laughs> I was like, oh. this... this was a great fucking movie. I really, I really enjoyed because I'm a big fan of the John Wick. Mm-hmm. Um, the John Wick movies, yep. and I can't wait to see uh, the new John Wick that just came out in theaters. Yeah. Or no, what is it? Uh, yes, yeah, Matrix, same shit. Uh, <laughs> it's John Wick just in the Matrix now. Like, cut your hair, bro. He's up in the Matrix, bro. He's doing shit. 
Oh, I got a question about that too. But uh-huh. um, I'm a fan of uh, the John Wick. I'm, I'm, I've always been a fan of like kung fu flicks, mm-hmm. man. Ever since I was a kid. Since thank you for uh, Samurai Sundays. I don't know if you remember that. You remember Samurai Sundays? Sometimes, yeah. Dude, that was my shit because we always had Friday was just a day to go out after school, have fun, get on the bike, elementary school, go out, do whatever you're going to do, hang out with your friends, basketball, whatever. And then sun, Saturday, you would wake up early with your cookies and you would sit down and watch the greatest cartoons ever made, finish that up by noon, mom was making food, you ate, went out with the rest of your day, Sunday, Samurai Sunday, and then to finish off Sunday... It was a Three Stooges marathon. Mm-hmm. I'd always watch that shit with my dad. And I forgot where I was fucking going with this. Um, no, but the John Wick. So nobody. I really liked it because it's just a regular dude. You know, everybody thought it was just a regular guy. But mm-hmm. deep down inside, he was a fucking savage. Yeah. You know, whatever that tattoo. Yeah. Thank you for your service. And he just starts locking the fucking door. <laughs> I was like, all right. Now they know they fucked up. I mean, I love Bob Odenkirk since the HBO days, since, since Mr. Show with Bob and David. I know. forgot about that. Holy shit. So, so he could be really funny, but then, you know. Holy shit. So him taking on the Saul role and that, that role in Nobody, which he, one of the best action movies of, of that year, if you, have, if you haven't seen it before, it's uh, it's really wild. And I forgot about that. But him and David Cross. Yeah. You might know from Arrested Development and other stuff, you know. Stand-up comedian, isn't yeah. he? Oh, yeah. But yeah, Arrested Development is one of those shows where I, I fucking hate Jason Bateman with a passion. But the ensemble cast is so fucking good. You know, you got to love Arrested Development. It, it's, it's spectacular, you know. I, you know what? I'll be honest with you. Never watch an episode. Same thing with, like, Breaking Bad. I just, mm-hmm. fuck. Now I feel like I have to. Now that I got at least another week before I go back to work. Well, if I have to sell you on anything, Jessica Walter is, is the mother on, on Arrested Development. She's also, if you know the voices from Archer, she's Sterling Mallory Archer on the show. Oh, Sterling's okay. mother, you know, so. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was, uh, what the hell was she in? Do you want, I know she was in Seinfeld. Do you want ants? Because this is how you get ants. <laughs> Dude, that very uncomfortable picture with her and that dog. Oh, yeah. Where they're like in a fucking fetal position. <laughs> oh, that fucking show's so great, man. Oh, shit. Uh, what was she in? Uh, news Radio, wasn't she? Yeah, I think so. She was in News Again, Radio. Again, that, that's another one of my favorite ensemble cast. That's ever. with Joe Rogan, too. Joe Rogan's on Joe there. Rogan, he was the nerd. Playing the dumb guy, yeah. He's like, you know what? He's actually, uh, but he was like the tech guy, wasn't he? Yeah. He's actually really big with that. He's, like like, he's good with computers and shit. We, except with, with he gets like that fifth season, because, you know, if, if you love Phil Hartman, like I love Phil Hartman. Oh, rest in that, peace. Yeah, that's, that's when he, his fucking cunt wife killed him. You know, and well, she didn't kill him, but she forced him to commit suicide. Yeah. He wasn't on the show anymore for that. Yeah, they brought Lovitzin, which is fine. You know, but you knew, you knew, you especially now watching it now. Once you get that last season, and Phil Hartman's not there, there's there's a PC that's it's missing. So fucking you know. sad. She drove him to that shit, man. And he, he I think there there was a lot of times with Joe Rogan on his ep, on his uh, podcast will talk about that mm-hmm. about how you know he would he would talk about his um. Is uh divorce. I mm-hmm. guess it was divorce or something was happening to where she was just taking him for all of his fucking money and the guy was big in, in, in uh wanting to be a pilot and she just drove him fucking crazy, always belittling him, talking shit and oh, she was insanely jealous that he was so well loved by everybody. 
that this was a big big problem but on how, hers. But how can you fucking be like that, Tor? That's great. I mean, but also, but then again, I'm also that guy that you know. I'm, that's, but that's this the sounds thing. So that, fucking that, weird. That nobody ever said an unkind word about Phil Hartman. Okay. And he you? was he was so yeah. he was so well loved by people that she was jealous of this. Why did she want to be the same fucking? I, I guess it's not like Farley, you know, where I I, I blame Farley's friends partially for his death. Because, you know, Farley would, would get high and get drunk, and they'd be like, oh, that's just Farley. No, there's a problem there. Yeah. Y'all should have recognized that that's a problem. And you see, there's a lot of people out there, like I know a couple of them that are real bad, mm-hmm. to where they're hanging out with the wrong people, to where they make him believe, or make them, I'm sorry, make them believe mm-hmm. that they're not wrong, and what they're doing is okay. I you mean, know, I got I, I, I to gotta deal with somebody like that. I don't want to say daily, but mm-hmm. I do got to deal with people like that. To where they're hanging out with the wrong crowd, to where they say, where they say shit, and they don't think it's bad. You know, they say really dumb things, and it's just like, bro, you're hanging out with the wrong people. Because mm-hmm. if you were hanging out with me, I'd call you out on your bullshit. And I would expect my friends to do the same thing. Hey, Amy Winehouse, well, arguably one of the greatest voices of our generation. You know, I, I, I'll say she, she did the blues, she did everything, you know. Short life, because nobody took her aside and said, you know what? You shouldn't be doing this. Well, here's you know? well, to, yeah, you're right about that. But here's the thing: you can't, you can't, you you can only tell somebody like that so much. Again, mm-hmm. I have a friend that's like that, and you can only tell them so much. It's up to them to kind of see the problem and kind of fix it themselves, or, mm-hmm. or they they they, they kind of tackle that issue themselves because. I had somebody tell me and they were right and I felt like shit and I had to apologize to the person but I ended up having to tell them like, hey dude, look, I love you. Mm-hmm. You're my friend. I want you around. I want you to hang out with my kid. Yeah. And the path you're going down is destructive and I'm afraid you're not going to be here. Yeah. By the time my kid's old enough to know who you are uh-huh. and talk to you. I said, you keep going down this path, bro. Like, it, it's, it's not going to be a happy ending. And I want you to be around. Please knock it off. And then my buddy goes, well, that makes you the asshole. No. Because now what you're doing is you're telling him he needs to stop what he's doing. If anybody's going to stop, it's going to have to be him on his terms. All you can do is just like, hey, man, you got a problem. Please fix it. But to tell somebody like, hey, you need to stop and you need to stop right now. Mm-hmm. You know, all I can do, and he's right. You know, I mean, at a certain, in a certain viewpoint, I get, I get where he's coming from. But it was like, I, I, I just want him around. Mm-hmm. But he's like, well, you're the asshole because look what you just told him. It has to be up to him. You know, who called me out of my shit one time, and you're gonna laugh at this. D. Wallace, the the actress who's a the consummate mom in eighties movie. She was the mom in E. T. and in Cujo, and um, she's in the Howling. Oh yeah, okay. Well, she she does like like these help self help seminars, and she would occasionally go on Facebook Live and like take questions from people. And I I made a question one time, if I forget what it was, but she called me out of my shit right away. And I seen her like a year later, and I I gave her a big old hug and I thanked her for it. Mm. You know, because that's accepting help from somebody. There's not a lot of people that are willing to do that. Though. Yes, that's the, that's the fucking sad part. Is like some again, you can say something. It's up to that person after that. There's no, I mean, but that's I, cool. You did that. You could do that. It's like my memory. It works. In, it works in, in almost in pictures, like to where I I I, I, I picture. I, I I see. I like make a, make a mistake at work, like in the paperwork, and like a picture flashes in my brain, flashes in my brain, and says, "Yeah, I did that," you know, because that's how my memory works, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I, I I used to do that, man. Like somebody would tell me something, I'd blow it off. Like, what the fuck do they know? Mm. And then after a while, I think I, I forgot who it was. Somebody, I don't know if it was somebody I was dating or a friend. They, mm-hmm. they, I, you know what? No, it was a guy named Miguel when I was living in San Diego. And I, that was the worst part of my life. And I love San Diego and I'll probably never go back. Um, not because of San Diego, but because I feel Bad like memories. It's, it's tainted, mm-hmm. you know, um, because being down there and whatever happened, I kind of look at Sam like, fuck San Diego. San Diego's a piece of shit. Anyway, I only saw the bad. Maybe I need to go back just so I can be like, OK, now I feel better about it. But somebody I guess somebody had told me they're like, well, you know, maybe you need to look at it this way. Like, he had, I forgot what the fuck he told me, but it just snapped me. Like, right into line. And I'm like, holy shit. You know what, dude? I think you're right. So, actually sitting down and listening to what a person has to say, mm-hmm. instead of getting so defensive about it, I would sit down and I would dissect it. I would analyze it. I would go over it. I wouldn't beat myself up, but I would just kind of, like, look at it and go, like, okay, now let me see what these people have to say. Mm-hmm. There's some people that, that that try to give me advice. And I'm kind of like, okay, that's fucking dumb. I don't see that going anywhere. So, you know, then there's other people like I, I, there's very toxic people that say, no, man, fuck that. You need to do that. Yeah, I'm definitely not listening to you. Mm -hmm. You're going to fucking send me down a fucking spiral to nowhere. Um, But yeah, it it does help. But it just depends on that person if they want to take that advice Uh and move forward. And then there's other people that are just like, I'm right no matter what. Your advice is bullshit. Like, I know somebody who stopped going to a therapist Mm -hmm. because a therapist said, it's your fault. Yeah. And this is the reasons why. You know, this is what's wrong with you. This is what's wrong with you. This is what you need to do. You need to apologize to this person. You need to do that. And they're like, fuck that. I'm not doing that. I'm just going to stop going to you because you're telling me what's wrong with me and you're knocking me off my fucking cloud. See, that's that's the problem with with therapy. People go to therapy. You're either going there one way thinking... I have a problem and I need help. Or you're going and there's like you you're, you need vilification from this person to say you know what just tell me I'm right. That, you know? And that's what it, that's what that's yeah. what that person wanted. Uh-huh. They were like, hey, it, I'm right and this person's wrong, so I want you to see my point and tell her she's wrong. But they the I guess when the therapist was like, well, no, you know it's, she's got her problems, but the reason why she went the path she went went is because of you. Mm-hmm. You got to hold up your part of the of the uh, partnership. That's like going to an ex girlfriend and saying, "Hey, can you call my girlfriend and tell her you had multiple orgasms with me every time <laughs> that she's the problem, perhaps." You know. <laughs> yeah, man, that's not going to end well. <laughs> if that, per- yeah, <laughs> if you get that that ex girlfriend to go, yeah, all right. <laughs> It's like, you know, one of my favorite crushes and uh, and anything, and any pots and pretty and pink. When the duck man laid his lips on me, I felt it in my knees, you know. <laughs> the duck man. She, she meant that bad. See, that's that concept of loser I can, I can relate to is, is, is ducky from ducky. pretty and pink. Yeah. You know? <laughs> the hopeless romantic. Mm-hmm. That's me too, you know. Utterly uh, hopeless. Every now and then, the hopeless romantic wins. Yeah. Like in Pretty in Pink. Oh, yeah, man. He gets a girl <laughs> in the end, you know? Yeah. He don't get the girl, but he gets Chrissy Swanson. That ain't so bad. You know? Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Yeah, 16 Candles, same thing. Uh-huh. 
He gets he, he gets uh he gets Jake's girl. He gets Jake's girl. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man. That's yeah, but yeah, I don't know, man. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I told you I didn't want to drink this fucking beer, man. This shit's always strong. It's good. Don't get me wrong, it's good. It's probably fucking eighteen percent. It's no. like, oh yeah, he made me come so hard. So hard. You know? Oh yeah, it feels so good. <laughs> Yeah. Harder. Yeah. Harder. 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 <laughs> but, well, shit, man. What we've been doing this. Yeah. We're almost going on two hours here, buddy. Yeah. Well, I know you got a podcast, and I'm not going to hold you up from doing it, and that's, I don't want to get you too blasted, man. That's okay. I only unless, had one. Yeah. I was going to say, unless you want to have another one and keep going. But, no, I'm okay. Yeah. So, I'll get you home. Gary, thank you. For fucking coming and having beers with me and kicking this podcast off again, man. Thank you, man. I got I got to get it up and going again, man. I felt, you know, I got this podcast room and I've only had one guest so far. You're my second. I feel bad. That's all right. I was having a good time. You get it going on, man. But the old lady, luckily, the old lady allows me to do these things. That's nice. She wants me to be in a band. That's nice. She wants me to play my drums. She wants me to do the podcast. She doesn't have my my balls hidden in a mason jar under the sink. She allows me to have my balls, Gary. So so hard. So hard. So hard. I mean, there's a lot of guys out there, man. There's, you know, and I feel bad for them. Luckily, I got the girl that wants me to be me and live my life. That's nice, man. She's awesome. Even though there's those days where she makes me want to. Well, there's that. There's going to be those days, yeah. Smother her with a bag of marshmallows. But, um, you know. She's awesome. I, I can't complain about her. Like, you know, you know what? I'll tell you this before we go. There was it's my buddy Wayne, uh-huh. and I got to give a shout out to Wayne. Wayne's um, a good guy. Wayne met him a couple is a times. great guy. I love Wayne. Um, harmless little guy, loves his booze. Harmless little guy, wonderful guy. He's the reason. He's the reason I'm with Francis. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he's the reason I think Roman's about. Uh, Roman's here. Wayne does not have a great outlook on women. And one day, because I was thinking about it, like I was hanging out with Francis. It's been one of those things where she was like, yeah, Francis is great. I like I like spending time with her. But I was in a point in my life where I just didn't want to date because I just saw it as like, what's the point? I've been through so many of these. I know it's going to happen next, whatever else. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayne ends up telling me, Wayne goes, I like Francis. I'm like, yeah, she's cool. You know, I've been thinking about it, but I got I got a lot more thinking to do. Uh, we spend time together a lot. Um, it's not every day. It's, you know, maybe on the weekends, maybe on a Wednesday. Who knows? But he tells me, he's like, I like Francis. She's really fucking cool, man. I'm like, yeah, I know. She is, right? And then he goes, he goes, and that's rare for me to say. And I stopped and I thought about it. And then he goes, because most of the time, if you think about it, I'm calling girls like whores and sluts. Mm -hmm. He goes, when have you ever heard me say anything good about a woman like that? He goes, I like Francis. She's good for you. She's a good, she's, she's awesome. She's cool. And then after that day, after I talked to him, I'm like, you know what, dude, he's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's one. I always hear him call, you know, he, a lot of girls broke his fucking heart, Mm -hmm. you know, and I can understand where he's coming from. Do I think it's right that he says that? No, but. I can get where he's coming from with that. But when he said that, I'm like, you know what? She is a good girl. You know, and if somebody like this who views girls in this certain, in this viewpoint says this about her, like, hey, man, she's the outlier. 
there's her, there's Francis, and there's all these sluts and whores, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though if they're good people, she stands out. And at that point, I was like, you know what? Yeah, dude, I think you're right. And I started spending more time with her. And I was like, how do I was like a kid. I'm like, how do I ask her to be my girlfriend? <laughs> like, dude, hey, will you be my girlfriend? Yes. No. Maybe. Please check one. <laughs> Here's a note. Send it back to me. See, Wayne, Wayne's music probably he didn't listen to enough 60s pop music for, for my taste. He, he would get it because, you know, Frankie Valley gets it every time. You know, there's a song called Oprah 17, which is basically a breakup song. You know, the Oprah 17, Don't You Worry About Me, is in the, in the parentheses. And the, the, the first two lines of the song are so profound. He said, Now I can see there ain't no room for me. See, he's come to terms with that. And the, you know, the whole, don't you worry about me, I'll be strong, I'll try to carry on. You know, it's a breakup song, and they need more of that in their lives, I think, <laughs> you know, just to get to the realization. Yeah. Oh, shit, I almost fucking did that. You almost played the song? Oh, you, 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 uh, yeah, I was I was looking it up. <laughs> is it, because I just looked at it, the, is it the group that he was in? Frankie Valley and the Four Seasons. Okay, so yeah. it just says the Four Seasons, I don't see Frankie Valley. What's the four, that's what they call it, the Four Seasons. Yeah, yeah, that's so, it was before mm-hmm. they... Cause I watched the movie. Oh, I love Jersey. I love Jersey <laughs> Boys, man. You know? Frankie Valley, so good. Is that the Four Seasons? <laughs> so the uh, record in his face. It's freaking uh, daughter dies, you know, and you get the my eyes adored you. You know, you, oh God, it's so sad, you know. <laughs> oh man, but anyway, Gary, thank you for coming. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. I, I sing mostly on podcasts and nowhere else, guys. So you get to get these. Well, shit. The first, next podcast you know. you're on is just going to be. I'm going to be naming <laughs> off songs like Gary sing them. Gary sing them. <laughs> sing, sing these Guinea crooners for, for your daddy. <laughs> you know. Oh man. Well, thank you for being here. I'm probably going to have you on next week. I want to have Rico on here too. Um, I know he's going through a lot of not uh, not going through anything bad, but he's doing this whole political. Thing now, have you talked to him about that? He, a little bit, a little bit yeah. here and there. Yeah, I, well, I don't have my old phone he, case. He, he knows I respect him, but you know, I, I don't, I don't talk like that with people. So the political side, of the, maybe yeah. you, you can be, you can be the the comedic relief, <laughs> the comic relief of the conversation. I did that on the your unreleased show. <laughs> yeah, the what? On your unreleased show, I did the whole Forrest Gump thing. You know, <laughs> sorry I ruined your libertarian party. <laughs> Sorry, ruin your Black Panther party. <laughs> That's funny, but yeah. So I want to talk to him about that, see where he's going, and then uh, give him some of these delicious beers and see what happens next. I'll try to ruin. I'll try to ruin his political career. We heard what you said on Roger and Stone. We heard what you said, motherfucker. We heard that he really he released that secret podcast. He didn't want nobody to hear. Dude, I think there's been two podcasts where it was like that. I couldn't fucking release them, uh-huh. <laughs> but. Anyway, again, Gary, thanks for coming. Uh, I'll, again, I'll probably have you here next week. I got to talk to Rico, see when I can get him up here because he wants to see the baby too. But uh, tell people they can reach you at, sir. Uh, you can find me uh, under a rock places sometimes. You know, you can, uh, <laughs> if you go into your pod catcher, you can find me two places. You can find me, well, three places. On the Legion podcast feed itself, the main feed. You can find me on the Cinema Beef podcast feed where you'll find Last Call of Torchies. And Burning for Springwood. And the free Blood from the Core episodes, which are Bridge and Tunnel. We, Blood from the Core is another podcast I do where we do New York-based horror, thriller, and exploitation movies. Uh, me and my friend Derek, Derek Bourgeois, a.k.a. The Boo-Boo. We call him Boo-Boo all the time. The Boo-Boo. The Boo-Boo. Shout out. Um, 
Yeah, and Two Grim Commentaries is his own feed. I'm trying to, you know, compact them into one feed, and then you guys can hear all things on one feed. And come, uh, come support if if you want to. If not, that's okay too. You know. <laughs> Right on, brother. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of the Roger and Stone Show with my best bud, bad motherfucker, Gary Hill. You guys know where to find him. Thank you for listening, guys. Have a good one.